Hey guys. Hey everyone. What's going on? It's popping. It's Pop. episode, what is this, 12? You know what? Let's go with it. It sounds good. I like it. It sounds good. I, I like, like it. the way it sounds. So we're once again doing social distancing and this remote recording stuff. It's very stressful. Whack. We spent like at least seven minutes trying to figure this thing out. So <laughs> that's why the name of this episode is Fuck It, It'll Be Fine. <laughs> um, I'm your girl, Sierra T. And I'm your girl, Sherelle B. And this is Head Wraps and Lipsticks, the podcast. Where we wrap the culture up in color. Yes, indeed. Now today, I'm so excited, sis. I'm so excited because we got a really dope guest, a very dope friend of the of the podcast. We've been on his podcast, and he supported us through a lot of stuff. And so I'm very excited to mm-hmm. have you here today. Fresh, say what's up to the people. What's good? What's good? How you doing? Man, I'm stuck in the motherfucking house. Well, welcome to the club. <laughs> <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome to the club. Oh my god! Have you been like doing like a lot of random things around I the appreciate house? Appreciate y'all having me. Yes, thanks for coming. Like you know, we've we've been on the podcast. I was think that was like last year. Was it last year? It was. Yeah, yeah. That was real relaxing. Yeah. It was. So, and if you guys are listening, please check out his podcast. I could be wrong, but I doubt it. Fresh, and then his co-host Reg, some really awesome guys, whole bunch of different opinions, and so. They do mm-hmm. not hold back at all. So if you're one of those people who be scary, at all. this probably ain't for you, dog. It's probably ain't for you. And that's okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So usually how we start the show, uh, we ask, you know, what can't you wrap your head around? And Fresh, since you are our guest, we're going to let you go first this week. Well, I'm honored. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, check it out, man. I cannot wrap my head around all this TikTok shit. Well, you don't oh, like TikTok? Man. Why you don't like TikTok? I, I just can't do it. Oh. And maybe because I'm of a certain age. Okay. Okay. But, you know, I like some of the little transformation videos. Mm-hmm. You know, especially when they got on tight dresses. Oh, gosh. But, um, oh, my gosh. <laughs> But I need somebody to be original. Okay. You know, it's, so it, it, it's wearing me out. Is it's it the dances? No, I, I just I just can't wrap my mind around people doing shit that is truly not productive. Mm. You know, it, it, there's there's no good that comes out of that except thirty seconds of entertainment. And I, I they, they ought to call it play yourself. Dang, you get feel on here that and play about yourself. It? Get on here and play yourself. <laughs> My daughter has a TikTok TikTok account. She's eleven. Yeah, right. Yeah. I don't need to see a fifty-two-year-old woman changing clothes. <laughs> I just don't need to see this shit. But the thing is, like, we all in the house. We're bored. You know, that's why everybody. Nigga, read a book. <laughs> <laughs> Educate yourself. You're right. You are. You are. You know what? Better yet, write a book. You know, we got the time. We we've got For the real. time. That's what I'm saying. I mean, and I guess I want to see us get better so badly. Yeah. That it just grinds my gears mm-hmm. to see so much time wasted. 
Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I understand that. I understand that. Even myself, like I've been noticing, like I've been, I've, while I have been productive, but I've also been like, I probably could have done some more, but it's kind of right. like, you got to find like your, um, what's it called? Balance, like your balance. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I want to be productive, but yes, yeah, so, you know, I also want some time to relax because who knows when the next time I'm going to have this time to, you know, maybe just take a break or whatever. So yeah, it's a, uh, you know, I'm in the middle, I'm in the middle, you know what I'm saying? So you on there getting dressed and shit? No, I now I do go on. T- <laughs> I do have a TikTok, but I only go on there to watch the little, you know, because the kids are funny sometimes. You know, they the kids are goofy, so they do a lot of weird stuff for laughs. So I go to you know, you know, get a quick laugh, and then I'm off. I don't really spend too much time on TikTok. <laughs> I have a TikTok account, but I haven't followed anybody. I was still figuring out how to do that one challenge, and it's taking a long time. Um the way that they edit everything, that's why people are still coming out with them because it takes a while to edit stuff. Yeah. Yeah. There it's yeah, it's a it's a confusing app. But what about you, sis? What you can't wrap your head around this week? Okay. I can't wrap my head around the fact that when the old folks come to the party, stuff gets weird. AKA this whole Teddy Riley versus Babyface situation. Oh gosh. What okay, so Every, I'm not I don't even know what happened. What happened with that? Okay. So you know everybody's been battling everybody. Um then they de- they decided to invite the uncles to the party. <laughs> and that was Babyface and Teddy Riley. Cool. They were supposed to go on this past Sunday. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden it's postponed. So Charlemagne did an interview. Well, he got on live with Teddy Riley to find out what happened because everyone was looking forward to it. And uh, he goes, well, you know, we just want to make sure that the system is equipped for it. And, you know, basically I want to use another system. And he basically he wants to get paid to do this. Okay. Go ahead. Nah. I'm just laughing at shit. Like, no. Like, it's all in fun, and y'all just ruined it. Like, what, Nigga, play some music. Right. Just, y'all not doing nothing else. You're not producing no songs right now. Right. So just do it. But apparently, like, I think Babyface has been a little under the weather, not on some corona stuff, but just, oh. you know. So he wants to be 100%, but that sounded better. To push than, play? I don't You got to well, be 100% to push play? Ooh. Maybe he, I don't know. <laughs> Fresh, you've got some points. Yeah, I'm just you're saying, not man. wrong. You're not wrong. I'm just saying. But it was just like all of a sudden. It ain't like you, you know, composing the beat on the spot. You know, it's it's not fun. It's like when you having fun with the cousins you really like, and yeah. then like the cousins you don't like come in. It's like oh, it's <laughs> awkward now. Like we can't laugh yeah, and is. giggle and shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. I and mean, now you got Bobby V and Pleasure P talk about that people wanted it. Nobody asked for y'all. Like. <laughs> Wow, you know, I'm honestly kind of over all of the the people going live and playing music. Like, I get it, but I'm like, uh, I I haven't tuned into any of them. It's not really this is something. I mean, yeah, I get it. It's the concept is nice. The concept is Mm -hmm. nice. It's cute. It's entertaining for people. But I mean, you know, I can always just like go find your music myself and play it. No, (laughs) (laughs) you know, no offense. No, I feel you. Um, I just. They just ruined it. It's annoying. Yeah. Well, I mean, listen, so. Teddy want to get paid, and I, I. But nobody's about to pay you. To your point, I'm just gonna go 
Google so Teddy Riley. remember the time? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I'm just going to go Google Teddy Riley and figure right. out every song that he produced, and I'm just going to play it. And it's I mean, okay. you ain't even got to do that. You can go right. to Apple Music yep. exactly. and type in Teddy Riley behind the boards. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. Exactly. And they'll probably have a playlist already ready for you. Exactly. Yep. Nigga, I'm so, not paying you yeah, to no, play I'm Teddy Sam. Right. That's exactly. not how this works. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, no. Yeah. That's it. Um, what about you, sis? For me, this week is really simple. You know, I've really been getting in my video game bag pretty heavy because, you know, I got a little, lot of downtime now. Mm-hmm. And something I can't wrap my head around is the price of video games. Mm. $60 usually is the just the starting price for a video game. And honestly, I don't know how parents are doing it. I don't know how <clears throat> parents are doing it. Because, you know, my kids wouldn't even have a, a, a system because... Right. That's it's just not in the budget. It's not in the budget. Yeah. Sixty dollars and then like on top of that. Oh my fresh. So games will cost you sixty dollars, right? And then within the game, you can get to a certain level and it'd be like, if you want to play this level, you can download this extra level for another twenty dollars. Or if you Wait, hold up, stop. Time out. Time out, time out, time out. Okay. So you're talking about not a physical video game. You're talking about like downloading a game and it costs that much money so okay so you let's say you get the game and it come in the cartridge right so you've paid 60 dollars for the game with for the cartridge you put the game in and let's say you want to you want to get a certain character you have to pay 20 dollars to play to get this certain character even if you beat the whole uh, game you, you still got to yeah. pay 20 dollars to get this person Mm-mm. so so video game companies are making like a shitload of money off of what's called downloadable content. That's crazy. And people spend like upwards of thousands of dollars to play these games. And that to me is really, really crazy. Like this is an expensive hobby. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I just can't wrap my head around it. So. Too much. Yes. We know who balling. Way too much. I'm not, I only got one game. What (laughs) What game you got (laughs) here? I got Animal Crossing. I'm I'm in here. I'm in here heavy. I'm okay. <laughs> yes. What is this new Animal Crossing situation? It's honestly like The Sims, but ah, but it's just like you know a whole different animal. Thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, I'm. A, I, it's a, you. You become a person and you get an island, and then you build your house on the island, and then you go to oh. other people's islands and you hang out with them. Oh, yeah. Oh. It's really not difficult. But it's it's a good way to pass the time. Interesting. <laughs> wow. Yes. Yes. You lonely? Well, I mean, I am stuck in the house, fresh. <laughs> so I, I've been going to other people's aquariums, right? <laughs> in islands. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> so yeah, um, but let's get into some good stuff. We want to talk That's to you, crazy. fresh. You coming on the show? You are like. A Jamaican, you got so many like businesses. I really can't keep up. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, and so I want Man. you to, you know, you can't want to come on a day. We want to talk to you about Majesty Bourbon. Give us the tea. Give us the rundown. Give us everything. Let let the people know what's up with Majesty Bourbon. Well, you know, Majesty Bourbon is a a project from the company that I'm part owner in, mm-hmm. uh, Posh Papers Company. We previously put out Posh Premium Ale, mm-hmm. which is a peach beer. 
And uh, my business partner actually came up with the idea to to do a bourbon. And he said, what do you think about it? I was like, shit, hell yeah, let's do it. (laughs) So, you know, we don't have an extravagant marketing team or any publicists or anything like that. But Mm -hmm. what we what we have produced at this particular point is a brand that is very mellow and it's polished and it's easy to drink. You know, we wanted to showcase the flavor of the blend without having a lot of the bite yeah. that some of these other brands have that are on the market. So, you know, obviously, you know, bourbon's corn-based. And, you know, we have rye and a little bit of malted barley in it mm-hmm. that so comprise the balance of the formula. So did you, like, so you were involved in the whole process of, like, tasting the bourbon experiment experimenting with different um see i'm not i don't really drink a lot of alcohol so I'm, this is new to me but yeah, we need to change that <laughs> i try to stay as sober as i can you know that's that's just you know my own preference i guess so in the process of you um what am i trying to say so you were just involved in the whole process like you got you got like were you guys from the start tasting the bourbon and T- telling the, I guess the science is like, hey, I want this in it or I don't want that in it. Yeah, that that was part of the process. Uh, we have a, because the company is based out of Georgia. Posh Beverage Company is based out of Georgia. Mm-hmm. And we're using a local distiller. Okay. His products are normally very high proof, meaning that they have a very uh, high alcohol content. Okay, okay. You know, 100 proof or above. Yeah. And our bourbon is 80 proof. Oh, okay. Which makes it, like I said, a a whole lot more mellow. And what we wanted to do was not only satisfy the people that are actually already in the market, but we wanted to bring, uh, you know, some newbies into it. You know, people like yourself that may not necessarily drink, you know, bourbon and give them an offering that wouldn't just just totally burn their mouth out, you know, and yeah. it will be easy on the palate. Yeah, because that's, that's my, you know, that's my fear as somebody who don't really drink that much. I'm like, when somebody like, hey, take, you know, take a, sh- a sip of this and take a shot. And I'd be like, child, listen, I already. Right. Yeah, bur- bourbon is aggressive. Like. <laughs> yeah, but see, but see, ours isn't. Yeah. Because it's, it's relatively sweet. Mm-hmm. You get some light vanilla and caramel notes and, and, and a little bit of spice. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's really. I don't want to call it tranquil, okay, but it is—it's not aggressive at all. Mm-hmm. So I mean, obviously, if you take the bottle and you turn it up, you know you—you're gonna get what you get. Yeah. But mm-hmm. if if you're a sipper, or you like Manhattans, or you like whiskey sours, mm-hmm. or you like old fashions, it's the perfect drink to put in those cocktails. Right. It's Ooh. great over ice, and you know for those people that have a more developed palate or more uh, if they're more experienced or seasoned, then they can drink it neat, which is like straight out of the bottle. Oh, wow. Is so, that how you drink um, it? Occasionally. <laughs> if, if, I'm, if I'm smoking a cigar, okay. then I'll drink it that way. Mm. Got you. Got you. But, uh, okay. but again, like I said, it's produced in Georgia. It's a, it's, it's a hometown bourbon. Mm-hmm hometown product you know for the state of georgia yeah it's 30 months old so it's a straight bourbon which means that it's you know there's some other things that have to go into that 
to call it a straight bourbon. Okay. okay. So, you know, and, and it meets all those qualifications. It has to be aged in new oak barrels and all this other stuff. So um, it's taken off right now. We're in almost 40 locations. Right. Yeah, I saw when you... Throughout nice. the... Yeah. Yeah. So, so here's you know, my question: When is it coming yeah. to North Carolina? Right. Well, the North Carolina ABC only approves liquor twice a year. Oh. So the next time around is July. Okay. That and so that may be delayed based on what the health situation is with the area. And also, just to put it out there, North Carolina is like the damn mob. <laughs> okay. Do, I mean, do, it do is, tell, it is so much politics with that. Just, but, to, get, just um, to get approved? for Man, it's, you, you got to have, you got to have brokers and, what? you know, it, it's, it's just a whole bunch of bullshit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But that, nonetheless, that I mean, it's... Sense. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Uh, until you're trying to settle a bourbon. <laughs> right. So, 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 but can, I mean, you know, you don't even set your own price in North Carolina. You don't? I am learning so nah, much. Right it's now. like the mob. What? It's like the mob. So, but but again, I mean, we're definitely trying to get into the market. And if push comes to shove, we're going to actually, you know, form. Oh, hold on, you break it up. And, and distribute our own shit. Oh. So, okay. Um can can we get it online? Can we can we buy it online? Almost. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we're working on online distribution uh as we speak. And this is fully black owned, right? You and your partner? It is. That is so good. It is. Yeah, shout out to um to my man John Gillard. Mm-hmm. Also Manye Shell. These are brothers that were in the industry once before. They were on another project that um, at, at the end, you know, of no fault of their own didn't work out. Yeah. But their experience and everything has really lifted the brand mm-hmm. to the point where we are now. And so, you know, we all have our little roles that we play, but it's definitely a team effort. Right. Absolutely. I just think that's so commendable that you guys are, you know, starting your own your own bourbon. Like, that's so yeah. necessary. And needed, and I think it's very different outside of like you know typical like dy- dynamics of when people think of starting a business, um, mm-hmm. right? And I think like I think it's great because you know a lot of people, a lot of a lot of people in the community want to start businesses, right? And you know, for you know, usually when I'm, when I'm talking to people, it's very limited, right? Oh, you know, I want to start a t-shirt business, or I want to start a record label, or mm. you know what I'm saying? And I think we can do so much more. You know, if we're just thinking outside the box. And I think that's so dope. I just think that's so cool. Right. And, you know, I did want to say that, uh, you know, our immediate plans are to obviously grow the bourbon and put it in, in front of as many people as possible. Right. And even in those scaling pretty quickly. I mean, again, we're already in almost 40 locations. And I also wanted to speak to business relationships. Okay. Because this whole thing wouldn't have happened had I not had an existing relationship with the founder of Posh Beverage Company, which is which is John. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hit him up on another venture where I was trying to help another young lady out, and I didn't really have the experience within the industry like he had. So 
you know, I, I put them two together. And so he hit me back and said, man, you know what? A lot of people wouldn't have given me the opportunity to, you know, to possibly make some money or be involved with somebody else's launch or, or just to even think about somebody else who could help, especially within our community. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And so he said, look, man, I'm trying to put this beer out. I got this company. You know, do you, you want to invest in it and own part of it? Mm-hmm. And that's, that's kind of how we got started. Well, that is how we got started. Right, right. And so without that relationship, those type of things wouldn't have, wouldn't have happened. I mean, you know, you, you can't mess over people along the way. You have to, you know, conduct yourself in a way that is, that is going to be of high character. I'm so glad you said that. And people can always circle back to you because they can, depend, because they can depend on you. Yes. I'm like, I'm so glad you said that because there are lots of like times where I've been in like some type of, you know, business or whatever and just the the people were just way too flaky or you know you couldn't Mm. rely on them and I think like I think that you know that speaks to you know Sherelle and I and stuff like that like you know I can rely on her I know that she'll be there you know she's an awesome podcast host I couldn't have asked for a better podcast host um she's so so dope she's amazing (laughs) (laughs) but that's important right that's how that's how you get that those those dynamics those people you can rely on those people who you know you're like all right you know, we're going to figure it out together. We're going we gonna to stick. We're going to put our heads down and do the work. And so I definitely understand that. And speaking on relationships, you just hit us up one day randomly, I think. And that's how we got to be on your podcast. And that's how I got to learn about right. you. And, you know, even with me, you had asked me to model for your, your line, which I want to talk about next, which I think. I am a big, big fan of like what you got going on because I've seen a lot of people put stuff out, but your stuff is so, to me, it seems classic and no pun intended, original. but fresh and original. Right. Yes. <laughs> you, no, seriously. So I want you to talk hey, about, I, fresh, I want you to talk about fresh originals and I definitely want you to plug it. And then I'm when I get paid on Friday, I'm going to buy a sweatshirt. So I, that's what's up. That's what's up. <laughs> Hey, well, you know, Fresh Originals um, launched that back in July mm-hmm. last year. And it was basically just to offer, just like you said, classic clothing that is kind of steeped in, in hip-hop culture, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And it's it's really an offering that's about preserving our culture. Right. And I, I don't want to make it any more... More complicated than that. Okay. Because that's what it is. Okay. <laughs> Say less then. <laughs> so tell people where, where, right, where right. they can where they can find your your stuff, where they can purchase or whatever. If if you you cool with that. Yeah, that's cool. Okay, so tell people. Uh, where you can hit me up on Instagram at Fresh Originals. Mm-hmm. You can also hit me up at uh, Fresh Originals Apparel. Um, Facebook page is Fresh Originals as well. Super dope. Y'all, please buy this stuff. Go oh, check it out. Facebook page. Yeah, I didn't know you had a Facebook page either. Um, but yes, please, yes, y'all, go. See, see go. how y'all do me? Uh-uh. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do, not, on, not, on, not on the show. Not while we live. Not while we're live, Fresh. Not while we live. Uh, don't do that. Don't do that. Um, so, yes, y'all, please make sure y'all go to this Facebook page. Check out Majesty Bourbon. Is there a website for Majesty Bourbon? Yeah, drinkmajesty.com. Yes, 
DrakeMajesty.com. Get your bourbon on. If you're in Atlanta, you can go in-store and get it. Or Georgia, if you're in Georgia, I'm sorry, you can go in-store and get it. Taste it. Tell us how much you love it. I sent all of my my Facebook friends a request to follow the page. So Appreciate it. Yes. Um, any any available in Charlotte, like on hand? Good question. Good question. Yeah, at, at the crib. You know what? Once save a save okay, a so bottle we'll talk or two. Mine, save a <laughs> bottle or two for us. You know, once social distancing is no longer em. a thing, I'm gonna slide through and come get some Majesty bourbon. Oh, I was thinking about the weekend, oh. like I mean, something. Sherelle <laughs> wants to get toasted immediately. <laughs> I mean, right. That's what I'm talking about. Why not? All right, y'all ready to jump into some some BS we talking about today? Just saying. And I have a dad who loves bourbon, too, so why not? <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> All right. Let's do it. So let's get into these topics. We don't have much today, y'all. We keeping it light and cute because it's not mm-hmm. much going on. But I want to start off right. with something that I read earlier today. And a man in Mississippi passed away today. He uh, He was a barber. He passed away from coronavirus because he was doing house calls for barber cuts. And kind of don't want to say we told you so, but I think people need to take this stuff seriously. There are lots of people out yeah. there, barbers, uh, nail, uh, nail, nail technicians, hairstylists, still doing hair. You know, you can only... You can only be so much prepared or cautious until it happens to you. And because you don't know where any where all these people are coming from or who they ha- who they've been in contact with, you can't be out here all, you know, loosey goosey just talking about, oh yeah, I'm gonna just go get my, my 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 haircut. It's my homie. Yeah, but your homie might have been in touch with somebody who had coronavirus. So Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think I think a lot of these um you know, barbers and hairstylists, nail techs, everybody like that, braiders. I think most of them are just addicted to the hustle. Mm-hmm. Um, and because they might not have like a shop, yeah. um, they still think that they're kind of uh, invincible to the rule, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's like, oh, you know, well, I don't really have a license to do it. I've just been doing it at my kitchen or I'm doing it at my living room. So, you know, it's not a problem. Right. Um, but it, it's it's still very serious, and I'm just um, I'm just confused. I'm really confused by the whole situation in in in, in itself. Yeah. Um, it's annoying. It's really annoying because it's like you know if y'all just sit still, the hair salons, the barbershops, the nail salons, the braiding salons, all of them can reopen. Right. If y'all just sit down. Like it's if y'all can't go, you know, a couple of weeks without looking cute for nobody, mm-hmm. we got an issue here. Right. And we're gonna talk about it, like honestly. So I, I don't know. Well <laughs> What are you about to say? I'm mean, what are you about to say? Go let it go fresh. Go ahead and say it. You know, like I was telling y'all before, man, you get out, you live. And if you can't keep your ass in the house, when there's a pandemic, then you're going to get what you could possibly get. Mm. It, it's, it's that simple. Basically, yeah. 
It's really that simple. I saw somebody. I saw somebody the other day. Um, you know, they were celebrating a birthday, and their story is like, you know, six or seven of the, you know, the homies in the crib, and I'm like, come on, you know. Like, you have one, you know, your girl, like, your real close friend, y'all want to take a shot, but, like, all them people, yeah. y'all just, y'all just asking for it. Right. To be honest, like, it, it's, mm. Yeah, you know what? I, I'm, I'm going to say this, though. Mm-hmm. I can see a brother trying to get his money. We don't know what his financial situation was. You know, he might have been up against it. But now you have nothing. Exactly. You know, you, you left some people behind. Your family is hurt. Mm-hmm. Just to cut a motherfucker's hair. Yes. Right. Right. You For know, $20 it, it, it doesn't add up. Right. And God and, so, um, and Lord knows if he left his family in debt, you know, with the debt that he had, <clears throat> like, you know, that. Right. You know, like people not weighing the like the, the pros and the cons here. I understand getting getting to the getting your money. You know, I've been selling head wraps this whole time. You know, but you still got to be smart about it. You know, right. So, right. And I'm for and it was a black man who passed away. It's like, mm. it's tough. It's just tough. Uh, you know, when you be no white dude, they washing up. <laughs> It might have been though. It could have been. It could have been. <laughs> no nah, man. <laughs> no idea. It's crazy out here. It is crazy out here. Literally. But you know, with the with the with the celebrations and the you know people still going to church and shit. Mm-hmm. Oh. It's it's like you you gotta use some fucking common sense. It's like I saw I saw CNN pulled up to this like kind of uh, it was a long line of people either leaving the church or going to church and like all these people was like you know the blood of Jesus is the cure for the coronavirus and 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 that's all well and good to have that type of faith but lady <laughs> is you yeah now y'all you know don't don't use religion as an excuse. To be right, and that's exactly what those people was doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, that's 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 why, I, as somebody that goes to church, like that's why I go around. Like y'all just using the Lord to be ignorant, and it's unnecessary. He's looking at y'all like, hey, yo, right, chill out. Don't put me in this. I told y'all to stay home, and y'all not listening. So, well, you know me, <clears throat> I ain't a real religious dude. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But when I was, you know, I I was always taught that not only does God give you free will, but he gives people authority, Mm. whether that is from the pulpit, from a political position, from your home, Mm. or the fucking science lab. These scientists and shit know what they're talking about. They know what they're talking about. Right. Right. And you should follow these rules. If you believe in God, you should have enough faith. You should be faithful enough Mm -hmm. to understand that he has given 
other people gifts mm-hmm. that your dumb ass don't have. All right. right. Now. So how faithful are you? Mm-hmm. Do you believe in any of the gifts that he's bestowed on anyone else? Because if you don't, I question your faith. Mm-hmm. But anyway, let me get up off my soapbox. No, I mean, you mm-hmm. you, you was right, right there. Bro. You was right there. Like, you, you know, you hit the the nail on the head. Like... What are what are like what are you what are like what are these people doing? Like what are you thinking? Like yeah. stream the church service. If your grandma don't exactly. got a Facebook page, set her up with a Facebook page, you know. Right. And teach her how to to, to, to get on Facebook and watch the pastor stream his service. That's it. No, nah, but you want to take her there. Woo child. Okay. She's 76 years old. Five days later, she can't even breathe. Mm-hmm. Now you burying grandma. Exactly. That's that's too much. That's too much. It is. Fresh. I, while we're on the topic, you had brought up, you know, before we started before we started the show about coronavirus and how it's affecting the the, the black community. <clears throat> I just want you to, you know, you know, if you could go in a little bit deeper and explain exactly what you were trying to get at. You know what I'm saying? Well, I have been seeing a lot of stuff on the news and everything that was talking about how it was disproportionately affecting us. Mm-hmm. And I can only speak for the state that we're in and looking at our statistics, mm-hmm. it's not even like that at all. Right. Because in the state of North Carolina, 67% of the people who have died mm-hmm. have been white. Yeah. You know, only 31% have been black. Right. So... Maybe the statistics are a little bit different when you get to highly populated areas like Chicago, New York, yeah. Philly, L.A., whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, there but, was a... Oh, my bad. Go ahead. Go ahead. Finish. No, I'm, I'm just going to say you got to be careful spitting out shit like that. You do. You do. Because, because cause think about it. On some real shit. Three weeks ago, motherfuckers was trying to say we was immune to it. That's true. That is true. So you you, you got to be really careful <laughs> with shit like that. I mean, think about it. Right. No, you're right. right. The pendulum has swung from one end to the other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that, that you know what that is? Because I, I actually read an uh, article today that was saying completely different. And I think it was it was Louisiana. It was in Louisiana. Mm-hmm. And it was saying like 70% of black people in Louisiana had, got, had been uh, tested for the coronavirus. But... Set only, th- but black people only make up thirty-seven percent of the population in Louisiana. It right. may or not be Louisiana. I'm not sure. But it was, was say- it Detroit. What well, I forget, I cannot remember for the life of me what state it was. And so, you know, I think it also depends. You know what? It's hard to. It's hard. Fresh. It's very hard to, to point out like, oh, it's affecting, you know, black people in a certain. In a disproportionate manner. Right, right. Yeah. That's hard to say, and I think it's irresponsible to say. Right, right. I, I think... Now, now can I finish up real quick? Mm-hmm. Because there is another angle. If you want to go from color to class, that, that may be something exactly different. That's what I was about to say. That's what I was about to say. Because 
a lot of this essential stuff are quote unquote lower paying jobs like the grocery stores and places like that. Mm-hmm. And you could find some people from some lower socioeconomic backgrounds there. Uh, you know, you, the people that's bagging your groceries or stocking your shelves mm-hmm. and things like that. I mean, you don't see too many people with PhDs doing that shit. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if, if you want to go from a class perspective, socioeconomic perspective, mm-hmm. then okay. Right. But not, but not everybody who's black is poor. Right. Thank you. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Shrell, what was you going to say? That's like, he hit the nail on the head. That's exactly what I was about to say. I just, I don't think that this is a time to throw rate, just throw the race card in there. Um, Mm -hmm. It's it's not the right time. I think that we need to, to Fresh's point, is talk about the class. Like, if you want to sit here and talk about the homeless people, okay, cool. If you want to sit here and talk about, you know, uh, people that have low paying jobs, yeah, but sitting here writing articles about, um, you know, because there was an article about the people of Detroit, mm-hmm. um, you know, and how I think it was 70% of the people who have been affected are black. And I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. but don't kind of don't spin that into a narrative as the coronavirus is attacking only black people. To Fresh's point, we were just hollering, we're immune to it, we can't catch it right. a month ago. Right. So I just think that the narrative needs to be, not even a narrative, just the whole conversation in itself needs to be spun in a completely, like, that race card, mm-hmm. get that out of here. Because that's not what we need to talk about right now. So let's the, talk about that money. The, the, the truth of the matter is that people of all races, creeds, denominations, sex, oriented, everything are passing away because of right. this pandemic, because we can't sit still. That's the bottom line. Period. Right. So I wanted to ask a question as far as this because I don't, I don't want to say I'm, I'm on a, I'm in the middle, but it it's 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 known that you know black people don't hold, hold a mass amount of wealth in this country. Mm-hmm. Um. So I don't want to say that a bulk of us because that wouldn't be fair or even right or correct, but. There are a number of us who are in lower socioeconomic uh, economical statuses, mm-hmm. classes, etc. Does that can that still can so could that still somehow be a I don't want to say it's a right answer, but it's not far off. Does that make sense? Yeah, I understand what you're saying. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but I'll to that I'll say this. Okay. It doesn't matter what type of job you have. If you can stay at home, keep your ass at home. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, social behavior shouldn't be dictated by the type of job that you have. True. So if it is, you're probably one of the people that we're depending on. Like I said, the grocery stores, the mm-hmm. gas stations, you know, shit like that. Yeah. Right. But I feel like the overall the situation highlights the disparity in the access to health care, quality mm-hmm. health care. You know, I did a show with a, with a classmate of mine who's a nurse practitioner. 
And she said that that was one of the biggest things, even, and this was over a year ago before we even started talking about viruses and shit like that, mm-hmm. is the access, the affordability. You know, what access being encompassing not only locale, but whether or not you can afford it. Right. Mm-hmm. right. You know, so if, if our unemployment rate is higher, that means that we don't have a lot of employer-based health plans. Mm-hmm. If we don't have the money, then then we're not in the portal trying to buy insurance plan. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the, the access has to be there. Yeah. So overall, again, it's a class issue. Right. You know, and it it, it kind of turns me off for people to write shit like they've been writing. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Because. I know that collectivism and unity is fucking pie in the sky. We probably won't get there, at at least not while I'm alive. But sometimes you have to get along and then you can go along. And I think this is one of those times where we need to, and and this is on both sides, you know, all communities. We need to reach towards each other. Because I'm pro-black like a motherfucker. Anybody that knows me knows this. Yes. But at this particular time, I don't want to see my neighbor down the street right? Who who's a white dude with four kids. I don't want to see him die. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's it. You know, I, I, I got an Asian neighbor across the street. I don't want to see him, you know, get discriminated against over some dumb shit. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I don't, I don't want to see my my neighbor's 80-something-year-old mother laid up in the hospital on a fucking ventilator. Right. You know, this, this, this shit transcends race. Yeah. Because this virus is out there talking some shit and is basically saying any one of y'all motherfuckers can get it. Right. Pretty much. Pretty much. Yes. Yes. And right. so we, we, we need to get off that posturing and shit we can politicize it when it's time mm-hmm. to go that particular route. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Trump is digging his grave. Oh, do you think so? Yeah, yeah so we, 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 just, we just need to concentrate on getting well yeah. and eradicating this disease. And let's right. take care of the other shit later. Yeah, yeah. Agreed. Let's stay alive because I can't fight if I'm dead. That's true. That is true. You're right. You're right. And I and I was um you know I think we also need to think about taking like the the care of the people who are in essential work because um I was in a grocery store the other day and I had uh striked up a conversation with an employee. He was stocking groceries and stuff. And he saw I had a mask on. We just were in there talking about, you know, you know what's going on. And then he said to me, you know, he's like, you know, I can't even wear masks or gloves here. He's like, you know, my manager uh said you know, one of his employees had come in to work with a mask and gloves on because I think, he, you know, he had some prior immune issues or something like that. And so this coworker came in with masks and gloves on and the, the coworker got reprimanded and then they had a big meeting about it and saying, you know, the customers were complaining about this person wearing, wearing masks and gloves in the store. Yep. And I thought instantly, I thought like, wow, like no one, no one is the manager. Like not even worrying about the health of the workers inside of the grocery store. Because if you don't right. have anybody here to, to stock or 
cash out anybody because everybody's sick from the coronavirus and they can't come in, who's going to help run this store? Who's going to help make exactly. help you make your money? And so because you are not taking this as seriously or because, you know, two random people coming in there offended because of that, that doesn't mean anything. Like, you know, if we're going to, if we're going to, like you say, eradicate this disease, then we need to be taking care of all people, no matter what they make, where they live, what they look like. And that's something mm-hmm. I've been seeing, you know, a lot of um, RNs and doctors and nurses have been making videos saying, you know, they might, they were prior cancer survivors and their manager made them come in and try to put them on the floor where the coronavirus patients are. And their manager knows that they've had these prior uh, health complications. And so they would just quit on the job. They would quit right there because they can't be on, they can't be, they can't risk putting themselves in danger because they already have uh, complicated health issues, whether it be, you know, cancer or, you know, any type of immune deficiency, they can't risk themselves. So even we have like even people in healthcare not taking it seriously or even caring about the people who have prior conditions so they, they so that they can stay alive and still do their job. It's a lot that's, I think there's a lot of underlying issues that are happening that are popping up that, you know, we don't really think about that I think are really affecting us as well. Yeah, you, you'll definitely find out. Say it again, Sherelle. That, that same, same situation, situation happened to my mom. Um, as she's an essential worker mm-hmm. at a daycare, and she's a cancer survivor um, and has other health you know, uh, issues, and she hadn't. She sits at the front desk, so she literally uh, has to greet any and everybody that comes into that building, and she had on a mask, mm-hmm. and somebody took her picture and sent it to the regional office. Um, and within minutes, you know, she was, you know, they was calling her and telling her that you need to take off the mask because you're scaring the kids. Uh, like, man, fuck them kids. Like, <laughs> it was crazy. Yeah. You know, like, the crazy part is, you know, the, the person... Was the picture was taken by it wasn't taken by a parent it was taken by one of her hate behind coworkers Lord. so you know just on some sneak stuff mm-hmm. so my mom was like okay okay well then you know I'm out of here like I'm the one that has to greet all these you know these nasty behind kids and these parents that aren't essential workers and still bringing their kids here like no yeah yeah there's no need for your kid to even be here if you're if you're a teacher stay home right right right. But you know what, though? It, it, it got crazy. You will find out exactly how shitty your company is mm-hmm. in times of crisis. Mm-hmm. I found out how shitty mine was. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, luckily, I still have a job. Right. Right. But they own some dirty shit. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of things being revealed to people about their jobs, about the people that they work with. You know, mm-hmm. there's just so this this virus is. I think, I think, and Sherelle, I think you had said something similar to this last week. Like, this is like God's way of saying everybody needs to take a step back and just reevaluate. Mm-hmm. You know, look at everything. You know, because this is a time to look at everything, whether it be your job, your coworkers, your financial situ- situation, side businesses, whatever. Like, uh, this is just a chance to reevaluate what's going on. You know, in, a, in the terms of a crisis, like Fresh just said, 
am I straight? Am I okay? Do these mm-hmm. people really give a damn about me, or am I stressing about taking vacation when I, you know, when I, I should just be like, "F it, take I'm gonna take a vacation anyway," because if not, in a, in a crisis, if I can't come in or whatever, they're gonna fire me. So mm-hmm. you know, I think it's just like, you know, I have been reevaluating. I've actually, I am actually surprised at how good my job has been because I have been through some crazy stuff with my job in, mm-hmm. in, in past years, and I am just like, I am so shocked right now that they are actually doing a good job because I've had a bad I've had a bad experience before you know so yeah this is so revealing this is it's just so revealing I got a book on mine Yo, <laughs> exactly these motherfuckers are out to lunch yeah yeah exactly but I'll, I'll tell you this though I'm being forced to take all of my vacation days oh my god wow and I have to take a week off next month Without pay. Oh my gosh. They are forcing yeah. you. And okay, so here's my, are they going to uh, reimburse you your vacation time once this is done? No. Fuck Jeez. that. But see, this is the thing jobs don't have to give you vacation. They don't. Mm-hmm. So what they give you, they can make you take mm-hmm. or they can take it back. Yeah, I know. That's disgusting. I started the year with so, no vacation time. It's crazy, ain't it? Yes, because we were we were coming from another company, and you know we didn't have no rollover time. So I just I was just shit out of luck with no vacation time, and it was all PTO. So I ain't had nothing. I ain't you know, had no sick time. Had nothing. I had, to, I had to accumulate all my stuff. That's disgusting. Yeah. So you know that's what I'm like, and that's just like one of those things of you know I've been through with jobs. So that's why I'm saying I'm so shocked because the company has been shitty before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. But you know what though. I, I will say this. There are a few people at my job mm-hmm. that I sincerely care about. Yeah. Not quite a handful. <laughs> the rest of the motherfuckers can kick rocks. Right. Right. But in these particular times, people showing their true colors. Oh, for sure. Companies. Yeah. Because, you know, the last thing that I wanted to know was how XYZ company is dealing with coronavirus. Everybody is jumping to this public relations damage control shit to try to make it seem like that they're so compliant and that they care so much. I mean, it's not true. Right. Right. It's absolutely not true. I could go on and on. Yeah. Let's move on to something lighter. Fuck the corona. Fuck the corona. And his mom. <laughs> his mama and his kids. And his dog. <laughs> and his dog. I think she's a woman because she's petty. <laughs> Doing the most. Oh, you want to go outside? It's like, okay. Yeah, like, just petty. I'm going to let you, I'm I'm gonna let you carry this shit right. for, for 10 days before I hit you. With what you deserve. <laughs> you thought you got away with it. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Craziness. <laughs> Craziness. So, Chanel, right. you said something about the word Karen being a slur. Oh, my gosh. So, <laughs> somebody. <laughs> Girl, people are bored, okay? Mm-hmm. So, medium.com. 
put out an article about, you know, because a, a lot of people since the barbecue Beckys and, you know, all this stuff happened in the last couple of years, they, you know, people, a lot of people are just calling the white woman Karen, like, okay, Karen over there. Right. Um, and somebody wrote an article is called, is calling a white woman Karen a slur. And it was written by a black woman. It's crazy. What? Um, yes. <laughs> it was <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's ridiculous. Um, but it really wasn't an article. Um it it just said, um, I'm gonna just read it. It's a one minute read. Okay. It's calling a white woman Karen a slur. I took a deep dive. It took some time, but I got to the bottom of this. No. The end by Leslie Mack. Um <laughs> Because, um, like, I was I was following her, and she was kind of, you know, talking about a little bit how, uh, you know, a lot of white women have been called Karen lately, and they're taking offense to it. And it was like, oh, well, now you know how it feels when, you know, we're being, you know, when the cops are being called on us, you know, for entering our own apartment buildings, or, you know, uh, you know, you're, you're offended because we're wearing a shirt that says it's rooting for everybody that's black or, you know, you're calling the cops because we're simply barbecuing in the middle of a public park. Yep. Now you know how it feels. Or, you know, the latest we're being, the cops are being called on us while we're wearing masks in a store during a pandemic. Mm. Um, so you're not, you're not, you're not going to take this one and run with it. We're going to continue to call you Karen because you continue to act like Karens and that's it. You know, white women really want to be oppressed and I just don't understand Girl, can I bring up something else? Yes, please do. Just because you said the word oppressed. Mm-hmm. So I was having a conversation um, with an old high school classmate of mine yesterday after the pictures of that chick dad Barbie came out. Oh, yeah. Oh, that, that catch okay. me outside. Catch me outside. How about that, yes. girl? Okay. All yes. Right. So Shorty is still a teenager. You know, my sister says something. She was like, I can't believe that she's only 17, but she's been 17 all these years. Oh, wow. So somebody's lying. But, um, you know, she was 13 and she was looking like a 13-year-old. And now she put out some pictures where she looks like Drea's tether, right? Oh, um, And I saw a lot of men commenting on it, saying things about, you know, you know, oh my God, I can't believe, you know, this, this black fishing, I can't believe she's going around looking like this. And I was like, wait a minute, Mm -hmm. hold on a second. Mm -hmm. And I was very particular with what I said. I was like, I'm so tired of the conversation from men, not all men, but some men where you're constantly bashing these white women that want to look like black women, but yet you go out, you bag them, you get them pregnant, you do all these things. Yeah. So what's the tea? Yeah. Nobody wants to hear it. Um, it it's it's really annoying. And he he brought up this this uh point when she, I I kind of got annoyed and I said I had to uh bring it up to y'all. Okay. Um. <laughs> um. He said. Um. Hold on. I'm He's wait. Hold up. Back up. He said, gassing and bagging. I never had one, but what's wrong with flattery? I'd rather a white girl want to admire black women rather than being racist. And I said, admiration is great, even flattery. But when you go out of your way to mimic, there's a problem. 
And my issue with guys, some, is don't talk ish on social media, but then go out and bag the same ones that you talk junk about. Mm. And he kind of came back and was like, now is it mimicking in a bad way? Remember, hip hop is the biggest culture in the world. We as blacks created it and are at the forefront. Anyone who admires it or loves the culture automatically will seem to want to be like us. Okay. <laughs> That's why I thought it was interesting to bring it up with you and definitely refresh. Oh, for sure. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> and I said, I understand where you're coming from, but it's not that they seem to be doing it. Keyword seem. It's the fact that they're doing it. Like you're going out of your way to have surgeries and everything. Mm-hmm. You know, you go away from social media for weeks at a time and they come back with these full black lips and these big black asses and like no Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. no and then want to say oh i just you know i went to a tanning group no sis no no but i can't blame them because if that's what you're getting attention you know it it, you know we really can't be mad at it so that's why i'm just i was annoyed with the conversation like i don't want to hear this from men i don't because i know half of y'all are in this little girl's dms Mm -hmm. okay the kardashians like all them got Black baby fathers. So, I don't want to hear it. As a black woman, I don't find it complimentary or flattering that a white woman is tanning till she can't tan no more, getting lip fillers, uh, getting butt injections, and feeling like she's uh, down or whatever. Right. To me, you know what would be flattering to me is you being an ally to the causes of black women, you know, misogynoir, you know, standing mm-hmm. up for us when we are being mistreated by our, our own black men. When black men, when black men are bashing us because they like, they prefer white women and they decide they want to say, oh, I don't deal with black women because they're too loud or whatever the ever typical thing is that they like to say about black women. That to me would be flattering and complimentary. So... You know, yeah. for anyone, for anyone, no matter man or woman, to say it, consider it flattery, <clears throat> they can literally kiss my ass because it's not flattering. It's not flattering. Yeah. You know, because someone wants to look look like me. If somebody, oh, somebody this... was like, "Oh, Sierra, you know, I started head wraps or because of you," like, no, girl, that's not no, your, no, no. that's not your thing. <laughs> this is really this is really gonna get you. So he responded, and that's what that's what I just stopped. Mm-hmm. I said, "Okay, I don't, I'm not doing this with you." Mm-hmm. He said, I feel you, but black people get surgery for thinner noses, bleached skin to be lighter, buy hair that isn't our own texture, so we take it as well. I feel everyone appreciates all cultures, and that's how we become one. Instead of placing certain stuff on individual races, we can't share. Who this clown you talking to? What's his name? Who is he, he is one of my uh, old high school Ooh. classmates. He's a clown. He is an absolute clown. Now, <laughs> clown. When you clown. sit here talking about bleaching your skin to be lighter, this is true. Um, especially in other countries, I know that's a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, um, you know, thinner noses. Every black person don't got a a fat nose, and every black person ain't walking around with four C hair. Okay. So, so I, that's, that's why I just stopped talking. I just double tapped. I just liked it. I was like, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna talk to my sis on this one because no. So when we when we talk about if we're talking about it being, you know, 
vice versa or it's the it's, it's similar that's similar it's not it's not similar okay mm-hmm. it's not similar at all because the reason that so many black people are subconscious about maybe the size of their nose or their bleaching their skin colors because of indoctrination from colonizers so it's not the same white right. people have never been indoctrinated they have not been colonized so your friend is a fucking clown <laughs> block him stop talking to him <laughs> Stop talking to it him was, because it was he so, is loud and he's wrong. It was so interesting. Like, I was like, wow. You know what I'm saying? I, I thought back to our high school days. Like, we went to a pretty diverse high school, mm-hmm. honestly. Mm-hmm. And there were few... I didn't realize that it bothered me so much until I got a little older. And I really thought back. There were a couple of girls in my school that I was just like, oh, y'all want to be us so bad. Mm-hmm. You know, but they weren't out there getting lip fillers and all that stuff because back in those days that wasn't really a thing it was just you just wanted to be down and that was it yo what happened the, to the days where white girls was like ah, i don't want my ass to get too fat i just want to be down <laughs> where are those white brain those white girls back you know they and were that's, fine and that's with their I'm flat saying. asses and we were all fine you know they were and just that's white. the ones and the ones who are on social media and they just dancing they know how to dance and stuff like that i don't got no beef with y'all okay because that's not that's not trying to adapt to a whole that's not trying to uh, gravitate to a whole culture. You just have those skill sets that we share. Listen, but when you're literally going out of your way to look like us, and like you brought up tanning, it's not like it's like the Jersey Shore days where they just go in tanning and that's it. They weren't trying to be black. Right. They just wanted their skin a little darker because they pale as hell. Like I don't have a problem with those chicks, but with chicks like Bad Barbie, this little girl, you know, because she's of age now, and it's like, oh, I want to look like. You know the Megans, Megan, the Megans of the Stallions of the world. Yeah. I seen, uh-uh. I seen the video you're talking about, and the picture side by side is crazy because she like prior to she's just a white girl, thin lips, mm-hmm. pale as hell. But I, sis, I don't blame anybody but us. Hold on, before you continue, Fresh, I know you got something to say. Fresh, <laughs> I know you have something to say. Well, he over there marinating. Right, let it. Let, I know you have something to say. Hey. I've learned not to get in the black woman's way when she's on the run. <laughs> nah, that don't be trying to cop out. You, I know. I mean, you have to. Yeah, I got a lot to say. You, I, but you, do you see? Do you see? Because you're a little bit older than us, so do you see this kind of same bullshit around? Like, you, I don't think you. Well, I'll just say this. <laughs> as far as calling Karen, Karen. I mean, we could call her supporter of institutional racism. Mm. Oh, wow. Hate monger. Mm-hmm. Lying ass bitch. Mm-hmm. Fetish Very... seeker. Mm. BBC lover. <laughs> Culture vulture. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of other names. Yeah. You know, but. You know, calling Karen Karen, it, it it is what it is. I mean, Karen gonna Karen, right? And so, and when she out there doing Karen shit, we gonna call her Karen, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So fuck Karen. Fuck Karen. Right. So, I will say this about white women appropriating what is deemed to be black culture sometimes. Okay. It, it's it's complex. It's very complex because, uh, Sierra, you mentioned before about colonization, 
and things like that. Uh, indoctrination, where we're taught that what we're figuring out now are some of our greatest features and greatest attributes were deemed as something that couldn't be tolerated in society. Right. Right. You know, just our DNA is strong as shit. Mm-hmm. But we've been taught to hate it. Mm-hmm. And you know, black people have willingly, and feel me on this now, because, we, you know, when you point one finger, you got four pointing back at you. Mm-hmm. Black people have willingly, over the course of centuries, have picked up their torch and run with it with situations like colorism between us. You know, good and bad hair. Mm-hmm. You know, light skin, dark skin shit. You know, you know the colorism thing. Yeah, yeah. Lack of collectivism and unity within the community. Mm-hmm. Failing to recognize the greatness in each individual. Uh, destroying people's hopes and dreams based on what they look like. Or elevating people that don't deserve it because they may be more fair-skinned. Now, I mean, think about it. You look back to all these old-school politicians that held these positions in the 60s and 70s. They were all fair-skinned. You know what? I never even paid attention to that. I'm I'm not going to call no names because I don't want to perpetuate it. Okay. But just, just do your research. I will. And you'll understand what I'm saying. I will. That is a product of of our destruction. Mm-hmm. We said, okay, yeah, you got a chance. You got a chance because you don't look like me. You know, there's something wrong with that mindset. Yeah. And that takes hundreds of years to overcome. Now, I'm going to move off that. As far as white women appropriating black culture, socialization is a powerful thing. Because if you grow up around it, that's one thing. But we know the real. We know if you were there. We, we, we know if you were in the neighborhood from sun, from, from sun up to sundown, in my school, at my parties. <laughs> yep. You understand what I'm saying? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we know who's who. But social media and the ability to have instant recognition right. has made all of these things more prevalent. Yeah. So it's like now you can go get your whole body done and be on IG in two weeks. Exactly. Oh so I don't know if that's necessarily appropriating our culture because our culture mm. historically has been culture of pride mm. in what you have, making the best out of what you have. Now, there's some people that are lost and they get all these augmentations and things like that. And if, and if that's you, then do you. I don't respect that shit. Mm-hmm. But it's still you. But again, like I said, the socialization 
is a motherfucker. It, is that is that us socializing white people, or is it vice versa? You know, it's 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 never really as cut and dry as it is, as it seems on the surface. Yeah. Because the one thing that people have said, but they don't want to drive home, is that white men fetishize black women. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. Ha- and, and have for 400 some years. Come on. That is a cultural thing that has trickled down within their culture. Mm-hmm. So now Karen realizes like, now I got the means right. to look like Keisha. Woo! Oh my God. It's, it's subtle, but it's there. Mm-hmm. It's the truth. Mm-hmm. And so these white women think and they've always loved black men. Mm-hmm. Yes, they do. I got white women in my DMs all the time. I can believe it. Trash. I can believe it. And so, again, it's just more complex. Yeah. It, and I always take everything back to white supremacy. Well, that's the start of a lot of it. Most because of if... If the white man had not used our black women as sexual objects and had not emasculated black men and just let us exist, we wouldn't have this issue. Right. But they had to be greedy. They had to have everything. They had to fuck up everything. So, but anyway. That got me mad up in this motherfucker. My bad. Uh, that's actually Sherelle's fault. That's Sherelle's fault. That was, it was. her topic. That was I mean, her I, topic. It, it, it bothers me sometimes. Sometimes. Not all the time. You know what I'm saying? Like, Man, fuck yourselves. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't... But with, with, that, with that situation, I'm just like... The conversation is so tired. It really um, is. It, it's tired. And I just got tired of having it. And I, I got tired of seeing it. Right. You know, you know, don't, don't, if you're going to talk to talk, if you're going to walk the walk, talk to talk at the same thing, at the same time. You know, like, I, I ask, I ask black women, I mean, black men all the time, man, what's wrong with you that you can't find one black woman on earth that you can't get along with? Yeah. That part. One. Especially because your mama black. That's what I'm saying. One. Mm-hmm. Now, I know that culture has a lot to do with selecting your mate. Uh, I got two friends that grew up in the Gaston County area. Okay. And there's a lot of, a lot of integration there as, mm-hmm. as far as, you know, people went to school together and things like that. Mm-hmm. And they end up dating each other, whatever. Okay, fine. You love who you love if it's genuine. But where I really want to knock motherfuckers' teeth out, when I really want to do that, is when you justify your choice mm. by disparaging your race. Yes. Right. Yes. yes. 
I have no tolerance for that. Right. At all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't respect it. And as far I, as I, I really don't either. Yeah, I, as far as I, like, my thing is if you feel so strongly like that you have to disparage your race because of whatever reason, go ahead, just go ahead and dilute dilute your line now because I don't even want you a part of my. For I don't real? want you a part of my race because you're you're a disgrace, bro. Like, go ahead, yeah, and just go ahead and, and white it out. Go ahead, white it out. Right. So, so, so let, let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. And and this is a question that that I pose to brothers all the time. Do you not know any loud? Obnoxious white women? Yes, I do. Oh my gosh. Do I? You know what I'm saying? Yes. Because that's the excuse. Oh, black women are loud. They're obnoxious. Mm-hmm. You you ain't never seen a white woman climb up in, in Home Depot? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Where is I was told by Apple Care. You know what I'm saying? Picture? Yes. Yes. Right. I mean, I, I I don't get that shit. Right. Yeah. Right. Subserving a white woman? No. Nah. Big will have your ass up in court. Oh. In handcuffs. Look at her wrong. Mm -hmm. And find out what happened to you. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's it's crazy. It's It's crazy. crazy. I I have never been involved in any type of meaningful relationship with a white woman. And you know, it's it's funny to see her like we was playing. And I'm almost fifty. Yeah. <laughs> we were playing that game on Facebook. Yeah. And I was scrolling. There's a lot of women were playing that game and I noticed mm-hmm. something. What? Everybody's husband, not just yours or mine, was white. Yeah. I peeped that. Like there was other people that were playing it. I was like, I don't see it just Elba. I don't see a Lakeith Stanfield. I don't see a Jesse Williams. I don't see none of them. I see Chris Evans, though. I see Chris Helmsworth. I see, uh, you know, I just, I thought that was very interesting. Yeah. I didn't really know what to make of it, you know. So, even though y'all know I love me some Chris Evans, but. You done sold us out, man. Yeah. I love me some Chris Evans. I love me some Captain America. But, you know, that's what he's, if he's standing next to Lakeith Stanfield, you already know. Right. It is what it is. So, I don't know. My bad for bringing on a heavy topic. I just had to get that's that. Okay. No, that's okay. No, that's good. It's, it's, it's needed. It's necessary. And I'm glad we had we had it. But Let's just call up some some random white people and cuss their ass out. Fresh, we're not doing that on this podcast. <laughs> we're not doing it here. Okay, we'll come to your show, and I'll be happy to cuss out all the white people no, you want me to on your show. <laughs> no, you know, you know what's funny, though? What's funny, though? Some of the... Uh, some of the more passionate listeners mm-hmm. of our podcast yeah. are white people. Ooh. They hit me up on the on the phone line all the time, mm-hmm. talking about how much they respect what we say Ooh. and what we do, what we talk about, by putting shit out there and giving them the opportunity to have open dialogue about it. Yeah, um, and and that's that's it right there. That that key term, open dialogue, because a lot of them probably don't even have the colleagues or the constituents to have that type of dialogue with, because right. they'll be looked at as a sellout, or they'll be looking at as you know somebody going against their own kind. And it, you know what I'm saying? So I think that's great that y'all have that. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. Awesome. Yeah, we do. That's amazing. Because awesome. you know we we do adopt the principle that there's a difference between white people. And people that happen to be white. Mm. Come on, let me. 
Come on. You snap it for me. Yes, that was me snapping <clears throat> for That part. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so as long as you approach me as a person that this happens to be like, right. you're right. good. Right. We, I, I'll, give you, I'll give you love just like anybody else. Right. Mm-hmm. right. As soon as you hit me with that white boy shit, it's a wrap. Right. Now we got a problem. All right. Now we got a problem. And I like guns too. Oh. <laughs> I ain't mad at it. Yeah. All right, let's move on to this lip service okay. question. There we go. Our podcast is running long, so this I'm having fun, man. I'm glad you I'm glad you're here. Like I knew we were <laughs> gonna have some good conversations because you're intelligent. You have you know, I just a really big fan of you as a person. And then you enjoy oh. the podcast. I, I am. Six in the middle, baby. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Um, so, yes, lip service question. This week we asked you guys, this is based off of the, you know, people, the, the big DJs going live and doing the verses who and who. So we asked you guys this week, you have to pick two artists to battle on live. Who are you picking? So we got a few answers here. Mm-hmm. Um, Akivian said, Brandy and Monica. He said, I need to know once and for all who the boy belongs to. (laughs) 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 You get on my nerve. Uh, Directed by Kevin said, Spike and Tyler. That's not (laughs) Uh, okay. Wow. B by E Beauty said, Erica and Rhapsody. Erica Badu, I'm guessing. Interesting. Uh, Mr. Johnson, that is, said, Kanye and Pharrell. That part. Yeah. Uh, Sunflower Lion said J. Cole versus Kendrick Lamar. Uh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Wait, whoa. Yeah, it's okay. That shit would be hard. I mean, it would be. It would be hard. Yeah, but also. But I'm just like, I mean, those are both my dudes right there. Right, right. Exactly. I like them both. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, Sax Prophet said <clears throat> Kiki Wyatt and Lettucey. And then he said. That's too, oh, that's, that's too much hard. Nah. But wait, no, he, 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 he Kiki Wyatt gonna bring a knife. He backtracked and said, no, nah, scratch that. Kiki versus Kelly Price. Because he said, I can't name any Lettucey hits. <laughs> but let's, I mean, we gonna talk about Kelly Price. No disrespect. Uh-oh. It sound like disrespect. Mm-hmm. It sound no, like no disrespect. disrespect. Whatever they say, no disrespect. <laughs> No, 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 disrespect on, on the voice. Okay. Actually, on both okay. Kiki Wyatt and Kelly Price. Mm-hmm. Name five Kiki Wyatt songs. Her own songs, oh, not her featured on a song. Okay. Okay. All I got is My First Love with Avant. That's all I got. You know what I'm saying? That's all I got. And then let's name five Kelly Price songs. All I got is Friend of Mine featuring R. Kelly and Ron Isley. So thank, thank you for being honest on that one. I'm being real. I can only be real. And that other one that was on the Life soundtrack. Oh, uh, I can't yeah. See, the, uh, I rest, I rest I can't my point. Yeah. So maybe none of those people. Okay. Uh, I rested. Black Tie. Hey, yeah. Tie. He said, in a dream world, fabulous, hey, fabulous and cold. He said they're Get elite the lyrics. He said they're elite lyricists. Uh, I think, Get out of here, Ty. I think Ty needs to relax. Um, my mom commented, Hey, ma. She said, Hey, ma. She said, Beyonce and Rihanna. Uh, you know what I like? Beyonce to say? and Rihanna? Yeah, Beyonce and Rihanna. A versus. I think that'd be a good one. I, I don't hate it. I don't, yeah. I don't hate mm. it. Uh, I don't know. I'm going to double tap it. <laughs> Cambria said, Ari Lennox and SZA. No. Ooh. I don't really listen to either, but okay. And then lastly, St. Juan said, Jodeci versus Drew Hill. And Shit. I'm a listen, fan. listen, man. Do y'all That's really want to listen to somebody's drunk uncles at a barbecue? <laughs> That's what they sound like right now. 
I would say Drew Hill versus Jagged Edge. I don't know about the Jodeci. That's a whole different era. I would say no to Only two motherfuckers in Jagged Edge can sing. Ooh, child. Ooh. The only reason I would That's say the no. Twins. The only reason I would say no is because Drew Hill was a big fan of Jodeci. You can hear in their yeah. music the sim- the similarities and the influences from Jodeci in their music. So yeah. I yeah. would say no. Yeah. yeah, it's 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 some really dope freestyle shit mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. YouTube. Yeah. when they were in concert together. Right. When they were on stage together. Right. Really yeah. dope. Right. All right, you guys. Who you got? <sighs> I don't mm. know. Okay, I thought about this. Right. And considering that, See, I, I, didn't, I didn't know this was gonna be on, on the show, so I'm at the thing. That's okay. Think for a so here's my here's my answer, and this is considering <clears throat> all members are alive. If they were alive, I would say TLC versus Destiny's Child. <sighs> that ain't even no battle. I think it is though. I, I think, think it's it a great battle. I think it's a great battle. Wow. I think it's awesome. Sis. Okay, there was no vocal talent in TLC. Okay, but even if yeah, we're, okay, valid point. I'll give you that. I will give. Y'all must didn't listen to the show. Top ten non singing singers. <laughs> I did listen. To you yes, <laughs> we know how you feel about TLC. Okay, <laughs> but if we if we talking about hits, TLC was one of the was the number one selling group for like what ten years yeah, at one time. I mean, yeah. Yes. But do they have do they have more hits than Destiny Show? I don't know. That's why I think it would be a good. I think it would be huh. a good battle. I think it would be a good battle. Hmm. You know, just from a musical catalog mm-hmm. standpoint, mm-hmm. I would, I'm going to go real old school on you. Okay. I'd want to see something like Rakim versus Big Daddy Kane. You don't think Rakim would beat Big Daddy Kane? Yeah, I definitely think Rakim would blow him out the water. Yeah. I'm just I'm talking about when you just talk about hits, the y'all just said TLC. You you Okay. I see where you're going. I see where you're as going. As far as hits. Okay. You're right. If you just if you just go song for song, mm-hmm. Big Daddy Kane yeah. got hits. He has a lot of hits. You are, you are correct. And he got bars. Yes. You're right. I cannot debate you. Yeah. I cannot debate you on that one. Hmm. Yeah. I cannot debate you on that. You're right. Big Daddy Kane does have a lot of hits. Yes. That's true. All right, Sherelle. Um, all right, I have two. So from a like a producer standpoint, okay. I want to hear Ryan Michael uh, B. Cox, Brian Cox, mm-hmm. versus Dark Child. Ooh. That's yeah, that's Ryan Michael Cox all day. Oh, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I don't I'm, know. I'm kind of agreeing with you. I'm kind of agreeing with you. I don't know. I'm, only I'm because with you. Dark Child had a lot of pop hits too. Yeah, he, he's real pop. Yeah, but Brian Michael Cox, he he went. Oh, I, don't I feel know. like he's done the young and the old. Um, like there be no Chris Brown's first album without him, right? There'd be right. no Omarion without him. Right. That Day right. 26 classic without him. That's a great album. Um, and then the second one would be T.I. versus Jeezy. I don't think, I don't think Jeezy has a chance. Whoa. Sorry. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> I said it. Whoa. I don't think he has a chance versus T.I. T.I. has I... a lot of hits. 
But so does Jeezy. No, not as much as T. Oh, I don't man. Think so. <laughs> that, that might be a good one. I, I would love that to see that. One. I don't know. But I, I will say this, though. Can I comment on your, uh, on your Brian Michael Cox thing? Of course. Mm-hmm. I just got one word that will definitely just smash Rodney Jerkins. Oh. Great. Great suggestion. That's a good one. Yeah, That's I didn't think about that. suggestion. No, what, what I'm saying, I mean, Dark Style is right in service. Um, yeah, yes. Confessions. Yes. That's it. Yes. That's, that's, that's a great, I, that is a, actually a better pairing. What's um? What's Michael Jackson's album? Um, Which one, Invincible? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That was a good album. Amazing. Well, <laughs> it ain't Confessions. As, as much what? as I love, I'll take it back. Jackson. One we can go. Brandy, never say never. Oh, period. That was a good album too. That was hey, the first what three albums? Man, Brian Michael Cox did. He brought Mariah Carey back. He did the Emancipation of Mimi. Did he? Yeah, yeah. Johnson so, did the writing. However, <laughs> Rodney Jerkins. Dark Chat. Yeah. That's the better pair. He I did. Like I like that. He did do the breakthrough. He was on the breakthrough. Mary J. Blige brought her back. Oh, yes. I forgot about that album. Which yeah. one is the breakthrough? That's when she was in love and stuff? Yes. Yeah, that's that, That's the one. Uh, Wait, I want to be with you. Got to be with you. Want to be with you. What song is that? What's the name of that song? Be Without You. Be, I gotta oh, be yeah. with. There you go. <laughs> Another song that John to Austin wrote. I'm like, that man, I didn't realize he wrote all these songs. Me neither. He's brilliant. Good gosh. Brilliant. I felt bad but, for uh, him. Let me see. <clears throat> let me see what's that guy. Crazy. Yeah, Be Without You. Yeah, that that was a... Uh, who'd, you, who'd you say your boy's name was? Austin? John to Austin? John to Austin, yeah. 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 That's a right ass fool right there. I mean, honestly. Yeah, yeah. I didn't realize he did all that. He's brilliant. Yeah. He's brilliant. Craziness. All right. So. Fresh. Yep. I really enjoyed having you on the show today. Thank you for coming through, talking about, you know, Majesty Bourbon, Fresh Originals, talking about these white people. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's always something to talk about with them. It's something to talk about. But just for the listeners to, you know, you know, just to refresh them, tell them everything where they can find you, get everything, just run it down for them one more time. All right, man. For the uh, for the bourbon, drinkmajesty.com. Or you can uh, hit us up on Instagram at Majesty Bourbon. Also, our Facebook page is up. It's Majesty Bourbon. For the clothing line, Fresh Originals on Instagram. Uh, Fresh Originals on uh on facebook the website is freshoriginalsapparel.com and you can follow me personally at old man fresh on instagram if you can find me on facebook i might follow you back (laughs) (laughs) no it's like a mission like it's like a hoops and hoops to follow him on facebook (laughs) hey i might i might follow you back but um yeah and and also man check out the show man i could be wrong but i doubt it Mm-hmm. Me and uh, me and my partner Reg, my partner. That is your partner. Now. We'll have to get him yeah. on next time. That's your yeah, partner. We it, yeah, we put it down, man. 
talking about these crazy ass white people all the time. <laughs> you know how we do. The crazy part is like y'all will comment on one of our posts mm-hmm. from the show's account. And me and Sierra will be bad on the light. Wait, is that fresh? I feel like that's fresh. Yeah, no, all the time we do. I'm like, like we'd be, be like, nah, that's fresh. I'm like, nah, that's that's fresh. That sounds like something Reg will say. Well, to to uh, to solve the mystery, I control the the ICBW podcast. Ah. Okay. So okay. Red, red, when Reg comments, it's uh, it's under the underdog. Gotcha. So you'll see his picture on it. Okay, cool. So, that solves it because we heard we be like, I don't know, dog. I think it's fresh. <laughs> I think it's fresh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, check out our shows, man. You know, we um, we're trying to revamp and and really try to put some quality shit out there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Trying to take our time with it and. Uh, not fall into the clown shit. Yes. Woo, child. Which is very hard do to it. do. <laughs> yeah. It's hard, man. It's hard. People are stupid as fuck. Oh. We ain't got, <laughs> we ain't got another hour to talk about that. <laughs> right, So right. thank you guys so much for listening. Sis, you got your joke ready? I sure do. Okay. Thank you guys so much for listening. Be sure to follow us on all of our social medias. We are on Twitter at HeadRapPod. We are on Instagram, HeadRaps and Lipsticks. Check out the Facebook page, HeadRaps and Lipsticks, the podcast. Go to our website. Shirts are uh, for sale, but not on sale, at www.headwrapsandlipsticks.com. You can also listen to us on Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio. If you love us so much, why don't you just send us some money through our Cash App? The Cash App is dollar sign HeadRapPod. And subscribe to our YouTube channel. Because we're going to be putting stuff up there. Yeah. Once, Once this quarantine, quarantine is over. Yep, we got y'all you. Y'all going to get sick of us. That's Ooh. it. That's everything, right, sis? That's, That's it. it. All right, please. Ruin us with your joke. Okay, ready? <laughs> yeah. Yes. I can't keep... I feel like I did this one already, but if I did, I don't care. So, what do you call a pig that does karate? I don't know. Take a guess. <laughs> is, is it a pork chop? It is! God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so annoyed. <laughs> oh my god. It's so bad. I can't believe you laughing at that, Frank. Because it's hilarious. It's horrible. I got another oh, one next week. Oh it's going to be god. Oh my god. Oh my god. This shit is horrible. It's bad. But it's, it's funny so- as shit, though. Oh, my God. I need you to do better. I need you to do better. <laughs> Thank you guys so Damn. much for listening. Peace out. Bye, y'all. Bye. See y'all later.